All right, everybody. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone's week went well. We are back at you guys with another podcast here today. I'm your host, Caleb, joined by usual as Sarji. And we are going, uh, I don't know if we've done like a week straight in a while, but today, possibly tomorrow, bro, we've been locked in. How are you doing this Saturday morning? Sorry for making you wait, bro. All good. You were hooping. Yeah, it felt so good, but it also hurts. So, like, I know what Tatum meant, dude. I can't get, like, full breaths. It's just – it's hard. But it just feels good to be back out there. It's – did you – you had it when, like, you got rid of it, like, a week ago? Yeah, I said I've been clean for, like, a week, yeah. You'll be fine. I think it just it just takes you, like, working your, your lungs out, and then they'll just clear it within, like, a week. For sure. Um but have, have you been able to, like, have you been going on runs since? You? I've been running hills. I run hills by my house. Damn. Um, and it, it's hard to tell crazy. if I'm out of shape or if it's COVID, you know, or if it was from COVID. Like, it's oh, nothing extreme oh. by any means, but, like. Yeah, it's not. It's, just, it, it's hard to tell what it is. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Um, all right, let's get back to the NBA itself. We had a, a pretty good Friday yesterday, bro. Uh, didn't force any props, but um, cast of Pistons plus ten and a half. Again, we talked about it. Casey always gets up for his get, for the games against his former team. Um, I know you tagged me in that on, on Twitter as well. But uh, Dwayne Casey just kills the Raptors, and then we talked about it. Would you not come with a little bit more intensity and focus, and you know, locked in this when you're playing your team that fired you after you damn near could have been coach of the year? And then on top of that, they'd already gotten blown out. So it was a great spot for them, and they outright won. I didn't have the balls to sprinkle on the money line, but uh, sweat-free. Uh, Philly was honestly pretty sweat-free. They, they, Celtics went on a baby run in the fourth, but Philly, I think, led wire to wire. Or Boston might have led a little bit at the start. And then uh, tough – rock, dude, that Rockets defense, bro, is, is just atrocious. And, and you're right. You know, like I watched a lot of C. Wood, and it's like – you love the tools, you love the talent, but he consistently is making poor reads, not good decisions offensively or defensively. I remember he picked up his third foul in the first quarter for just absolutely no reason. Um, and it's obviously not all his fault, but it's just not a, a good basketball team at all right now. Yeah, and my problem with what is he doesn't bring anything on defense and the turnovers on offense and the decision-making is just – it's really, really poor. And yeah. – I just he, he he needs a coach that can really teach him how to not really the X's and O's, but just how to, like, have a better understanding of the game. And I think he'll be a lot better and it would be huge yeah. for him. But I just don't see him long term in, in Houston. I think the best opportunity for them is to move him, get assets for a good signing and then play Sangoon as many minutes as you can get some Garuba minutes at center. I just think that's the best play going forward for that team, um, because right now you when you have Jalen Green and you have Kevin Porter Jr. as your cornerstones, you're going to have no defense. Those guys aren't going to ever be defenders. So you have to protect them on the back end. And it's just not going to be with Christian Wood. No, I completely agree. Um, and he just slightly does like it'd be one thing, you know, like because I get he's 26 slightly ahead of their timeline. But you have Sangoon, you know, like that's the, the key in all of it. And he's 19 years old. Sangoon's going to be really, really good. And I look. You know, he might have his rim protection issues as well, but you might as well let a, a guy like that blossom who's, you know, seven years younger than Christian Wood. Um, and as a result, we're, we're just going to see it right now that that defense is going to be 
very, very porous the rest of the way. But yeah. um, any games? Uh, how, how was your Friday night, bro? What were you up to? It was good. I It was my grandparents' 61st anniversary, so I actually went to the, yeah. their – Good for them. Their uh, – they hang out at this little club, this little, like, tiny club in my city. So yeah. we went there, and we literally sat for, like, three and a half hours just having dinner and drinks and just talking so Tell him, bro. I'm i didn't really get to watch a whole the the memphis game was on in the corner but there was this live music going on and this dude was on a harmonica going absolutely ham so i couldn't even hear any of the game yeah but, so didn't i didn't really get much i watched from four to six and then i had dinner till nine so i got like yeah some of the philly game i got some of the uh the rockets or not the rockets game i got some of the uh, raptors game and that was about it yeah, I feel you. I got a couple uh, couple looks at the early games, then I had my game. We played maybe the worst high school team in America, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm not – I am not joking you. I think that is the worst high school team in America. I guess what the score was. Was it like a freshman team that was playing JV? Dude, it – I don't know. It damn near I would guess 76-28. It could have. I mean, we could have scored something. It was 66-5. to five. Oh my god! I th- I just felt bad, dude. It was straight out of like a movie. Like that. Wait, how did they only bad. score five points? I, I just don't. It's terrible. They, they just were not. I told you, this is the worst high school team in America. That's I, really I, sad. You got to feel bad for those no, coaches and players. No, at, at that point, it's like, do do we really need to? Like, maybe they're just you know trying to build their program up but it, it was tough. Did you did you get some time for some kids that that didn't get to play very much usually? For sure, for sure, like. Honestly, they play better because, you know, they play better than my starters because my starters are sometimes they're just selfish, bro. But uh, the the bench guys, like, they just move the ball and everyone scored, you know, multiple buckets. The starters were just – they're all just trying to eat. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, we're literally playing, like, this is, like, the equivalent of, like, if elementary schools had basketball teams, this is, the, like, almost the equivalent level. And you guys are just trying to eat on these guys, like, you're not sick because you're you're scoring on these guys. But anyway, anyways, I missed a lot of basketball because of that. Um, and it was just great. It was eye-opening. I felt so bad for that coach. Um, and then came home, watched a little bit of Rockets Kings. But uh, I feel locked in, bro. Like, I, I've, I've been watching a lot of hoops. It started with me getting COVID. And I feel like I have a, a decent read on, you know, 60, 65% of the league and just got to find the spots that, that match up. But uh, we got a huge slate today. I know we're already recording this a little late, so let's uh, let's do our thing. The first game of the day is going to be the Raptors and the Bucks. I don't know what DraftKings has on my book personally. I got Raptors plus seven, minus 105. So you can buy the half point, get it to seven and a half um, at minus 115. That's usually when I do what I do. Um, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it gets to seven and a half. I had this game last night when I was going through. I had it at six and a half. Um, and that's for a couple of reasons. I know people look at the Bucks and they blew out the Warriors, but they're just two games removed um, from losing to the Charlotte Hornets. And I know they get a couple guys back, but Drew's still going to be out. I have this Bucks team as a really good team right now at home, but not like unreal, unreal. Um, on the other side, I got the, the Raps, who I, I really like the way they're playing. They've lost now to the Suns, which is understandable. Um, and then you lose to Dwayne Casey, which is also understandable. They can't defeat Dwayne Casey. So I'm not looking at this Raps team as, oh, my gosh, oh, they're in trouble. They've lost two straight. If anything, I like it more because they've lost two straight games. Um, they're basically healthy. Gary Trent might be back. And you go down the line, it's sneaky good. Fred, 
Pascal, OG, uh, Scotty Barnes, Gary. Scotty's Trent. out tonight. Scotty is out tonight. Yes. Okay. Gary Trent questionable. Uh, but you got that big three of OG Pascal and Fred back, and they're just super well coached. They're off of three straight losses. I think you're getting an extra point of value if you hit seven and a half. Uh, at seven, I'll pass. Six and a half, I'll pass. But we get into that seven and a half range. I, I do think it's worth a look um, because I think that is just a little bit. And I, I expect this to be a competitive game. Yeah, I, I like the Toronto side too. I think they're going to be fired up coming coming off of yesterday. And <clears> like, it's really not that they, they are traveling technically on one day, but they're not going very far. Like, it's a, it's a quick little. What? How far is that? Detroit to Milwaukee? It's honestly, it's got to be like a 40 minute flight. Yeah. Like at most. Yeah. So and, I'm not and worried about the travel. Five I'm not and one on about... back to backs. They're five and one against the spread on back to back. Again, it's just a sign of a well coached team. Nick Nurse knows how to handle it. So I'm not even looking. I think some people might, and who knows the books, you know, the books might have added a little bit because it's a back to back. But to this point, they've shown us no reason to really downgrade them off a of back to back. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and DraftKings, it's already at seven and a half. So I think if you wait, you could get a better number, maybe seven and a half, eight uh, yeah. on your book. So just wait it out, see if you do get a better number. But I do I lean Toronto here. No Drew Holiday back. With no Drew Holiday, we've said it before. It does impact this team, not like some crazy amount, but it does matter when you're betting spreads. Yeah. Um, and I do lean Toronto slightly here for everything we just talked about. But Exactly. And again, we're, we're, looking, uh, we're looking for teams – like spots that are conducive to teams being the best version of themselves. And this is a good spot for Toronto off a loss to a team. They're clearly better than, you know, they're coming in locked in today. They're getting seven and a half extra points. They're five and one against back on back to backs. Again, though, I would say the number to buy here is at seven and a half, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's seven and a half in a lot of spots. It's seven minus one Oh five on mine. Like don't get seven. If seven and a half is available somewhere, uh, I would make sure to stress that. All right. Next game. Portland Trailblazers and the Washington Wizards. Um, so for me, like I, I have this spread right on, right around here. I have it at eight. I think the Wizards are about five points better. Uh, but we, you do get Anthony Simons back, in, and you can make an argument maybe it's four and a half. So spread I think is is pretty pretty sharp. I think the Wizards control this game. Could the Blazers definitely cover if some of their guys are hot for sure? But I, I do think Norman being out definitely hurts this team. But I do have a play. I know you saw it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit Kuz over. 32 and a half uh, points, rebounds, and assists. He has hit that in one, two, three, four, uh, six of his seven, eight, nine, <laughs> nine out of his last, or sorry, eight out of his last nine games. And the one he didn't hit it, he had 32. So it's clear without Bradley Beal, he's getting a, a bulk of the work. And it's like one of two things happens. Like he either, he, he's hit, you know, he hit 19 last game. 19 points, but he had 10 rebounds, nine assists. Uh, but before that, he had gotten 20 points in eight straight games. So you already, you know, baseline 20 points there. Then he's good for eight to, you know, anywhere from eight to 14 rebounds a game. Um, and then he's he has a higher, you know, nine assists last game, three the game before. The ball's just in his hands a lot more. They're at home against a leaky Portland defense. Like, it just, in my eyes, should be 34 and a half, you know, 35 and a half maybe even with the way – He's getting the ball um, and, and how bad this Blazers defense is. And then at home, uh, no Bradley Beal is, is just big. And, and Kuz has definitely stepped up and, and taken over that role. So I love that player prop. I think it should be just a tad bit higher, bro. What about, what about so, you? So Kyle Kuzma, I, I'm, I'm pulling up some stuff right now. 
Kyle Kuzma um, with Bradley Beal off the floor, his usage rate goes to almost 25%, which is big. Mm-hmm. Also, you might want to look at some Spencer Dimwitty props. I don't know where they're at. His goes above 25%, where if Bradley Beal is on the floor. Um, those guys' usage percentages, Kyle Kuzma is only at 21%, and Spencer Dimwitty goes down to 20%. So they're getting 5% usage bump here, which is huge. Um, Kyle Kuzma's rebounding rate goes from 12 to 14.5%. So you're just everything you want to see with Bradley Beal off the floor, especially for Kyle Kuzma in the rebounding department. People yep. don't realize it too. He's a really good rebounder. Um, he's been a good rebounder since the the Lakers days when when bigs are off the floor. So when Bradley Beal's off the floor, it's just a bump for a lot of these guys. I really do like the Kyle Kuzma prop. I think thirty two is much too low of a number. Um, and I would also look at, at some some Dinwiddie props. We can get to that later. But um, in yeah, terms we'll, of we'll get there. I was looking at some Dinwiddie too. It just we'll, we'll get to it though. We'll in, in terms of this game. I'm not betting Portland games unless the spread is ridiculous. And I, and I really think it's far off. I'm just going to stay away. They're, they're really bad. Um, And then on the road too, you know, but at the same time got blown out last game. So I get it, but I'm not betting this spread. Watch any of that game. It was horrible, man. I mean, Uh, no, I I had a game during, I watched, I watched the second half, but it was already over by then. I watched the whole thing and, I'm sorry, but I they're horrible. It's Robert Covington's trying to to shot create. Naz Little is he took the first seven shots of the game for Portland because they have no one else. Simons will help a little bit, but Washington just has a lot better players. I, I just think like defensively they're better at this point. I'm just not. If you have to take a spread, like let's say you're you know gun to your head, you got to take a side here. I just take Washington. I'm not betting on Portland. I'm sorry. It's just. It's horrible on both sides of the ball. And Washington, at least we have some, you know, some data and some we've watched them play for a good amount of time. Portland's really bad. Uh, I think if you told me they won this game, I'd be pretty surprised. But if you told me they lost by 25, I don't think I'd be surprised at all. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm staying away completely, like completely yeah. from this. Um, next game, we got the Pelicans. Uh, I, I'm getting five and a half minus one of five. So I think it's six in most spots. Uh, Kyrie's going to be out. I think Claxton's questionable, but Harden and KD should be good to go. Um, Patty Mills should be good to go. I think LaMarcus is out as well. Uh, on the Pelican side, I think we're good, right? We're, we're straight, we're yep. straight on that side. hundred um, percent healthy outside of Zion. Yeah. It, it feels a lot like maybe a tad too short for me, but uh, this Brooklyn team has not been playing well at all. You know, um, they, they get that big win. I get it. You know, the win in Chicago was cool, uh, but now no Kyrie. Um, and and before that, it was really pretty pitiful. They were, they, you know, they went down to the wire with the G League Spurs. Um, they lost to the grid. They, like, they, they were not good for the past five games before that. So I know it was cool to see those three kind of go off, and James Harden's been really good. Uh, but th- I don't know. This line just feels a little fishy to me. I don't think I have the best read on the, the Nets right now, right, because we know they're really talented, but at the same time, they haven't been playing well, so I, I don't really know how to gauge them. Pelicans are a good team that fights, but you know they're more they're more prone to being inconsistent on the road. So uh, I'm I'm personally I'm staying away th- from this game. I, I don't have a good read on it. Yeah, three most impactful players for Brooklyn outside of Kyrie are back in, in Harden, um, Kevin Durant, and Patty Mills. I think the books are just confused what to do. It must be so hard for, for books trying to get lines out when, when they have three dudes constantly randomly coming in and out of the lineup. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
So I think that's probably why the line's at five and a half. It's five and a half for me too. Uh, I don't really even have a lean here. I, I just, it seems pretty, pretty spot on. Brooklyn's at home. Pelicans have been playing well. Brandon Ingram's been playing well. Herb Jones has been awesome. Um, and you know what you're getting from De- Devontae Graham and, and J-Bow. So I think this game could go a couple different ways. And I think you can make arguments, good arguments for both sides here. Yep. So that's a good sign a of a fairway, bro. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, next couple games are really interesting. I want to get your, your takes on, on these. Um, the first one is going to be the Hawks and the Knicks. Opened up at three, down to two. I think Gallo sitting out, that might be uh, a, a key reason as to why. And, and we've talked about it, right? Like, this Hawks team has been really bad, and we just keep waiting and waiting. And you know the time's coming, but at the same time, they've been so bad, it's hard to to bet on them. And on, on the other end, I, I'm one of the I, – I don't like the Knicks. I don't think they're that good of a basketball team. I know they've been a lot better lately. RJ stepped up. Um, you know, they, they, they as a team have been playing a lot better lately, but I'm still not sold on this Knicks team. And really any given day, they can go in and lay an absolute egg. So you have, based on that, I would rather go Hawks minus two, but it's, it's really impossible for me to make a line because right now the Knicks are playing better basketball, but I think they're due for some regression. And then the Hawks are playing again, bad basketball, but I do think they're due for some positive regression. So I think I hit the Hawks here, but it is really shaky knowing that they are literally playing shit basketball. It's a back-to-back. But you you got to think their time's coming. Uh, do I have the balls to play? I don't think I'm going to, but I lean Hawks here. I just yeah, I lean Hawks too. And, and it's one and a half for me, which is why I like it even more. Um, I think in a spot like this, one and a half is so much sexier than two. Yeah. But everything you just said, I mean, we are – we're talking about two teams that are, are – underperforming to the max right now, but on the other end of the spectrum, the New York Knicks have looked a little bit better. It's because of RJ Barrett. He's had back-to-back 30-point games. When he's shooting efficiently, um, like he has the past couple games, they are a good basketball team that can compete, but it's so hard with him because he is very inefficient at times and has stretches where he shoots the ball very poorly. So, yeah, I, I lean Hawks one and a half. If you can get one and a half, I like it. I don't think it's a lock it in play for me just yet, but it's it's a strong lean for now. I think they 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 gotta win one, and this yeah. it's know got, it's about, come, you know they've that. lost nine straight home games. That's unheard of, and and really like I know Capella's probably not gonna play. I know Gallo's out, but you got Trey Herder, Bogey, you know DeAndre, John Collins, and DeAndre's been great since he came yeah, back, which exactly. is huge for them. You know they're gonna break through here soon, and and I honestly wouldn't be shocked at all if it's today. It's not a good Knicks team. I know they've looked better lately, but it's still not a good Knicks team. And it's not a good spot for the Hawks either. Like, you're coming off – they've played a lot of games here this week. They're coming sure. off a back-to-back against Miami. It was a tough loss. They were winning at, like, three separate points in the game, and they couldn't finish because Jimmy Butler on the other side is just such a great, you know, queen in terms of a chess player. Like, he's just yeah. – whatever he does, it impacts everyone else on the court, his team or the other side. And just he dictates what other players have to do. So yeah. now you go into a, a Knicks team that doesn't have Jimmy Butler. Instead, it's Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett trying to do that. I think they close it out in this one, and, and they you, win a tight one by two, three, four points. You're talking me into this, and I honestly I, – I could see that. I could see the Hawks winning this by 10, you know. Like, I, I do think when it comes, it, it's going to be a floodgate-type thing. 
where they just keep it rolling. And you know, like, that's the other thing, too, is like, if this Hawks team's up 20, you know they're not letting off the gas. They they haven't won in so long. You're not going to have to worry about that. Like, you're going to get a as focused Hawks team as possible. But the, but the other side of it, too, and we can move on soon, is you know all those guys are in trade rumors, too. Like, we talked about it with the Kings, but with the Hawks, it's like there's definitely pressure mounting. This was a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, had expectations, high expectations. Everyone's back, and they've still been shitting it. So it's like – you know there's pressure there as well, but but at the same time, I really do think the Hawks get it done today, and, and I'm looking nice, long and hard at them today after, after that. I needed that talk to. All right, next game, Sargi. We got the Thunder and the Cavs, and this is a really fun game for me because um, I think you can compare the Thunder and Spurs pretty closely. I think you'd give the Spurs, what, maybe two points better than the Thunder, uh, and they lost by five to the Cavs, um, and it was three, and then they fouled, right? So it's it's – I think that line was spot on, right, for that Spurs game. It closed at four, Cavs won by five, but it was literally Garland free throws with five, 10 seconds left to make it go from three to five. So it razor sharp line, glad we stayed off that. Then you go now to the Thunder. I think you can say they're a little worse than the Spurs, but they're playing better. You can make an argument it's one, maybe around the same. It is, however, the sixth game in nine nights for the Cavs. It's the ultimate yeah. fatigue spot. Third and four nights, six and nine nights, back-to-back game. Thunder had a day off. They're playing good basketball. It seems like a little too much. It did open at five and a half. It's now hanging around five. Uh, I think the Cavs are getting most of the money, but the, here's the issue, Sarge. I don't like betting against the best team against the spread this year. Yep. They're 28 and 13 with two pushes against the closing line. Um, and that that just shows, like, what, it's straight facts. Like, the books have not been – respecting the Cavs enough. So I don't know that I want to bet against the Cavs here, but I do think it's a good spot for the Thunder. It's the same thing as we talked about last night. Like, great spot for the Spurs. They have everyone healthy. It looks good, but it's the Cavs, right? Yeah. If you bet that game, you're you're pretty much gambling. That right? was gambling. You exactly. know? We're trying yeah. to avoid those games. And that and was what, what did they end up winning by, five? They won by five. It literally – it was three. DeJounte hit a three to cut it to three with 10 seconds. They foul. Garland hits two free throws to put it to five. And DeJounte misses the three on the win. It is literally gambling. And we talked about we're, we're just trying to avoid those. We're trying to find little points of value. This, to me, is another one where it's going to land right around five. And you just hope you you are on the right side and, and things fall your way. But it's I do you feel comfortable betting against the Cavs? I no, no, I, I I don't think you can here. Um, and they're vibing too, dude. Like I don't know if you, I'm sure you have. You for sure watched them play, but yeah, like everyone is just on the same page for that team. Everything's yeah. clicking perfectly. Maybe they. I don't think they even rest someone here because they have so many young guys. Who are they gonna rest? Maybe Kevin Love. Like I don't know. I just think nah, I think they're vibing. No, it's your point. Just, I think they want to play. Yeah, there's no value in betting on really either side of this I, I don't think i just Cavs have been so good I, I don't want to bet against them and if you are betting against them the minute you hit submit you're like eh, i don't you're feel not comfortable, comfortable man that yeah that Cavs team is so solid for 48 minutes it just takes the thunder slipping up for a little bit um and you could have it last night it damn near it could be at three with a minute left and you know you're right there but you know a couple misses and free throws and, and you so it, to me, it's gamble. That is a straight gamble. I mean, all of it is, but this is more so uh, you're gambling at this point, and I don't want to 
I want to try and eliminate that as much as possible. Uh, all right, Sarge, uh, I'm curious to get your take on this because I like the Miami Heat minus two and a half tonight. Um, Philly, uh, both on back-to-backs. Um, Philly's playing good ball. They took it out of the Charlotte, but they came back, smacked the Celtics up um, at home like I hoped. Um, I, to me, bro, like I, I think it's a, it should be a pickup. I really do. Like with Jimmy Butler back, I don't know that I can say this Sixers team without Thibel, Um, and I know Danny Green's old and, you know, he's still somewhat helpful. Um, but I don't think you can say this Sixers team is better than uh, Miami by – by all that much, I, I do think it's it should be a pick them, uh, and then I'd make it three. So, I guess it's two and a half. There's not a ton of value, but uh, I think Thibault's a, a huge deal on the defensive end. Getting Jimmy back is is a huge deal, and you know, like any given night, Duncan, Tyler, Max Strus, um, shit, Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker, any one of those guys can launch threes and get hot. Cody Martin, I I just like. I like Yurtsevin's playing well. I like this Miami team. I like the way they're playing. And I think at home, I'd rather uh, bet them at a short number than, than take Philly on the road. Yeah, but everyone's problem with Miami coming into the season was they're not deep. You know, they got their starting five. And then what is it? They've found a lot of depth in Max Struess and Caleb Martin and Yurt Seven and Deadman. They have a lot of sneaky depth on this team to where, you know, and another beautiful thing about them is you bring Tyler Hero in off the bench and they don't miss a beat. So it's a really good team from, you know, one through 10, which we didn't expect from the start of the year. I, I Philly's been rolling. Um, they looked really good last night and I feel weird about batting against them. I know your seven's been good, but it's another one of those spots where Joel Embiid. You're right. Should he's just going to munch. He's going to eat down there. And I don't know. I, I don't know what I'd set this line. I think I set the line at at two and a half, three. Honestly, I, I don't. I think it's a pick them. I, I think maybe Philly you can give them a half point, but really tough game. And yeah, I, I think I both of us. One of those gambling games, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I'm not. I wish Bam was back in this game just for you know see him come back on the court, but yeah. Yeah, from a betting standpoint, I think you just watch. You don't gamble on this one. Yeah. Uh, if there was value, maybe it's in Miami because Philly's traveling a, a pretty long distance for this one. Maybe they're tired. Maybe yeah. JoJo's banged up, but um, tough. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. Another another game, we got the Bulls and the Celtics. Bulls catching six and a half here today. Um, no, Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Whoa. Yeah, Bulls catching six and a half here today. Um, Zach Levine will be out, tweak his knee a little bit, should be fine long-term. Uh, I think they're just going to rest him to make sure it gets, gets back. Right. Um, back to back for both of them. Again, again, brutal, brutal time in the schedule. Also bulls are going to be still be without Crusoe. And then Lonzo ball, um, is going to be missing this game. Injury report is actually low key large now for the bulls. Lonzo Caruso, Tyler cook, uh, Javante green, Derek Jones, Jr. Zach Levine, Pat Williams for the Celtics. They got Marcus smart out, but relatively healthy. Um, again, we talked about it. Celtics, just a really inconsistent team. Uh, last game was not the, you know, super conducive for getting the best version of them. I do think after getting blown out by Philly, they'll be locked in today, but you know, bulls straight up now, two straight games get absolutely walloped by the nets. Absolutely. walloped by the warriors. 
I think I like them plus six and a half, but at the same time, like we don't have a ton of data of it, of it just being DeMar Vooch and Kobe White, you know, like usually you have one of Lonzo or Levine in there. And so for that reason, I might stay off, but look, I know the Celtics will come fired up, but I think six and a half, you could make an argument. You'd rather take the points with a team that's gotten beat up two straight games, but it, it is a tough part in the schedule. This will say a lot about, you know, the Bulls spirit and their fight and competitiveness, um, you know, down all these bodies off of two brutal blowout, blowouts, like where their, where their spirit level is. It'll be fun to monitor, but I, I don't know that I'm playing it. Lean Bulls, though. I think the majority of the money here is going to go on Boston. I don't see how it could go really otherwise uh, because, you know, Boston – Although they lost last night, they did have a good second half. They played really bad in the first half. It was like 30 to 11 after the first. Couldn't get anything going. But in the second half, they actually pulled it together a bit. Um, And then on the other end, you have Chicago, just two atrocious games. Now they're without Lonzo, without Zach Levine. I think people are going to take it kind of as like a – not an easy spot to go to the Celtic. People are going to look at just the the banged-up Chicago Bulls coming off two horrendous losses. Right now? Yeah, right now it's surprising because I'm with you. You know, like I agree with all of that. And I, I would assume the public to go there. Right now it's only 53% on the Celtics. Why is the line moving so much then? What Didn't it get from five and a half to six and a half? So it, it uh, yeah, it was at two, honestly. And then before, uh, Lo- but that was before Lonzo yeah. got rolled out. And right? Lonzo. And then it, I don't know because I was hooping. Uh, I didn't, I, when I got out of hoop, it was six. Now it's six and a half. I never saw five and a half, but I saw that five and a half about probably an hour. I think a lot of times when, when a guy gets out, like takes a while for a line and then, then they're like, Oh, maybe we need to poop, bump it up a little bit more. And I think that's what they did. But, uh, six, I don't know. Like, where are you at? Where are you at on it? It's tough because for me, it's a lot of inexperienced guys that, aren't great on defense for the Bulls. It's going to be, you know, A.O. It's going to be Kobe White, Troy Brown. It's going to be um, Alfonso McKinney. And then you got DeMar and Vooch. So it screws up their rotations. One of the things I love about the Bulls when you're, when you're betting the spread with them is you have two of those guys in at all times. Now it's they're going to have to go to the bench, and I don't really know who's coming in. And Boston's I like a lot of Boston's depth pieces at this point, so it makes it really, really tough for me to go against Boston in this one. Um, but at six and a half, I think it loses its value a little bit. Um, I would have liked it at five and a half, maybe, maybe six. But now at six and a half, it's it's unplayable for me. And I don't think I would take the Chicago side. I, I'm on the opposite end uh, as you. Um, I, I lean Boston. Uh, I don't want to mess with Chicago in this one. That's fair. That's fair again. There's going to be plenty, like you said, plenty of unexperienced guys uh, on the court for large stretches of time. Um, I just – I think DeMar can keep keep them in it. Kobe can keep them but in it. To, um, to, to play devil's advocate on my side, we've seen the Chicago team with AO and Kobe White play really well in stretches. And, you know, where we thought kind of the give, give a lot of points back and not look good, they have been good, and they've actually been a positive. A lot of those games were with Caruso, um, to be frank. But – I don't know. It's a tough. It's tough to go with Chicago, in my opinion, for those reasons. But you know, to play the other side, they have looked good at times with those guys on the court. I just don't trust them. Sure, I definitely, uh, I definitely lean the points with Chicago. I just think it's an inconsistent Celtics team. Uh, but I could definitely, uh, if if the Celtics blew the Bulls out tonight, I wouldn't 
be like, oh my God, that I'm shocked, you know? So I think that's just, I think it's stay away territory. Um, all right, next game, the Spurs and the Clippers. Right now it's out of pick them. Um, Derek White's questionable. Uh, Jakob Pertle is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also going to have, you know, Trey Jones and Zach, Zach Collins still out. Isaiah Hartenstein, game time decision. And then the Clippers still have Paul, uh, Luke Kennard, Justice Winslow, Jalen Preston, and Kawhi Leonard out. Uh, I don't know about you, bro. I know it's a back-to-back for the Spurs. I like them. Uh, as Me, a too. Me uh, too. I don't. I don't think this Clippers team is three three points better. Look, I know Jakob Pertle is a big deal. I know Kaycock and, and Jock Lomdale um, and, and Eubanks are going to have to play minutes here, but they're getting Dougie back. It's going to be the third game back for Keldon and Vassell. I honestly think Derek White plays today. You have Dejounte Murray, and and we talked about it with the Hawks. This Spurs team, they are they are due. They are really do. Um, and you look at a lot of their win streak was they didn't have Keldon, Vassell, or DeJounte. And so I don't think you can really fault them for a lot of those losses when it's Lonnie Walker playing 30 minutes and Josh Primo playing 30 minutes. They're finally going to be the healthiest they've been. I know Jakob is out. Um, but I don't think this Clippers team has done nearly enough to warrant getting three extra points here today. Um, you look over the course of 48 minutes, there's going to be stretches where that offense slows down. Reggie, Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris and Terrence Mann, it, it's just not enough offense to avoid stretches where they don't go cold. Now, I know they're off a of blah and some time off. I think that's why the line is where it is. Um, but I would definitely take the, sh- the, the, the Spurs just to win this game in, in a close one, probably. So I just refreshed, and Spurs are now one point favorites on DraftKings. Thought line's moving a little bit. Um, I, if, it's, if it's still a pick them on your book, I'd hit it. Yeah, because that, then that's a point of, of valuable value. Let me refresh this. Still pick them. Yeah, I would take it. Yeah, I think we're going to do that. I'm going to make sure the consensus right now is good. It's saying it's two and a half. No, now, yeah, it's saying one and a half consensus. I'm going to go ahead and take Spurs pick right now live. And here's on. the thing. This is going to sound a bit stupid. It could be Sarge's stupid take of the day, but Jock Londale has looked serviceable when he's in there. And I know Jakob is big, especially on the defensive end for them, but I think Jock Londale offers a little bit of a like a, a floor spacer that could cause Avika Zubac a tiny bit of problems. Um, <laughs> he's been fine when he's out there, and he's just a, a hustle guy. Grabs O-boards, good passer only takes good shots. So I don't think it's, it's as big as of a downgrade as you might think. And if Derek White goes in this one too, I really, really like it out of pick them. Um, it's now Spurs one. Don't hate it there, but I'd rather get him. Dude, I mean, what, what, I, point. I make this at very worst Spurs minus two. I think even without Jakob, I, I put it in a pick them knowing that the Spurs are there. They've lost like, Eight of their last nine, and half of that has been without these guys. They're all back today. Yeah, I was going to say I'd make it one and a half at the worst. So if you make it yeah. two at the worst, I think we are getting some really good value here. And if you can get it out of pick them at the books, you're getting a ton of value. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I was looking at that last night when it was three, honestly, because um, I thought Jakob was playing. Why did it move from three to a pick them? Because of Jakob? Just, I guess, because of Jakob, bro. I, I don't know. I like, I don't really understand that. Uh, most of the money is on the Spurs, 59% right now. Um, but get, scares get me a bit. Bro. 
honestly, give me the Spurs. They're, they're going to get right here tonight. Um, yep. All right. Last two games. Uh, another game that I actually found myself on. I love getting your Laker takes. I know you usually just say stay away, but here we go. We'll do it again. Nuggets minus three and a half today um, at home against the Lakers. I took three and a half. I'd hit it up to four. Um, for me, it just comes down to not being a believer in this Lakers team. And it's, I know Braun is amazing, right? What he's doing is incredible. He deserves to be in, in the MVP uh, conversation, but really on any given night, he's, he's asked to do so damn much. And you look around, like, I know that they won a couple in a row, but it was at home against Minnesota. That was without, uh, that was with Aunt Edwards just getting back from COVID and without Cat. Minnesota easily could have won that. It was, they had a lead late in the fourth. They beat the Kings at home. That was tied with three minutes to go. The Hawks was a nice win, but we know the Hawks haven't won a game in, in however long. And then they go on the road, or sorry, then, then they get smacked up by the, the Grizz. I know it only says eight, but the Grizz were dominating that game. Um, and then they go on the road at Sacramento and lose by nine. And, you know, this Denver team just, I know it was at home, but they just beat this uh, Sacramento team by 10 at home, uh, beat, beat the Blazers by 35 at home. I think this is go time. And then on the other end, just, again, we, we don't talk about matchups a ton. But LeBron's playing small ball center. And I know Dwight might be back, but, like, I just don't think there's anyone who can really – like, I think Jokic can actually – I know he looks to create a lot. I think he can just score a ton tonight. And if they double, Jokic is, you know, he's so tall, he sees it right away, and, and it's out to a wide-open shot. So, with Barton back, Aaron Gordon, Monty Morris, Fasundo, uh, Jeff Green, I think there's enough there for – uh, the Nuggets to to cover this short number. I know two straight losses for LA, two days off. You're probably going to get villain Braun, but I just it's Braun and Monk and dude, you look around, it's barren. It's absolutely barren, and I know you already know that, but uh, there no one can score the basketball. No mellow too. Uh, he's a questionable. He's having back issues. He couldn't even uh, warm up last game, so yeah. I bet that's really bothering him. Without mellow too kind of weird saying no mellow is, is a is a big impact but if you look at some of the games we've lost it's it's because lamel or it's because mellow can't shoot and some of the games we win it's because he's going you know seven for 14 off the bench hitting yeah. five threes um he's a huge I, swing do, I do like us a lot more with austin reeves back in the rotation but i don't think it's enough to have an impact uh for me to say i, I don't want to take denver here because you can get a 12 for 16 from the field LeBron game and we still lose by 20. I've seen it happen multiple times this year. I yeah. think you go with Denver here, minus three and a half. Um, I wouldn't hit it at four, but I think at three and a half, there is value. Uh, I, I would set the line at four, four and a half. Yeah. Uh, I just think Denver's a better team, much better at home altitude. Um, Lakers haven't been great on the road this year. I, I just, it's LeBron versus the world, and Denver's got some players back. Aaron Gordon played well. I know they played a shitty Portland team last game, but they looked in rhythm. They looked to have a little bit of chemistry back. It was a big confidence boost for them, um, just, you know, smacking the shit out of a team. You got some Jokic rest. You got some guys that needed rest on, on this team. Aaron Gordon got a little bit of rest. We know his injury problems. So I, I just think they're going to come out fresh and ready to go against Lakers. Yep. I'm with you. It just – it's just too short to me. I think this Nuggets team is already slightly better. They're at home where they play a lot better. Again, Lakers are on a, a start, of, you know, only their third, second game on the road, but uh, road trip nonetheless in altitude. Give me the Nuggets with absolutely, again, Dwight Howard will foul out in 12 minutes if he's on Jokic the whole time. He'll do the Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. 
and I, I really don't know it, Ariza, Braun, like who else is guarding him? I, I don't, I have no idea. Um, all right. Last game of the day, a game I want no part of. Uh, you saw the young upstart magic get the best, best version of themselves yesterday and, and go into Charlotte and knock them off. Uh, now it's a brutal back-to-back spot for a really young team. They've been playing a ton of games lately. Uh, Mavs are feeling good off a, a good win against the Grizz. Um, but that, that line is, you know, right about where it should be at eight points, 11, uh, with Dallas being at home, I'm off this game. What a, what a, like, I don't know how to put it, but like, not a scary line, but a, a, a line that is just, I, I don't want any, any part of that. Like, I don't <laughs> want any part of Dallas minus 11 and a half. I'm sorry. Kristaps is back. In this one, or should be back, right? I think or, he's got the he... protocols, but I don't think he's going to end up playing. Okay. Um, then yeah, uh, I don't know. Do. Magic are just you. You know as well as I do. They have games where like, wow, they're serviceable. They look good, and then you have other games like, oh my god, this is the worst team I've ever seen play. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, 11 and a half. It's just, it's another game where you, you're gambling if you're betting on this one. Like, no, thank Wendell you. Carter's out. Mo Bama's a game time decision. Like, you never know. This team looked so good yesterday. They can come out today and look absolutely stupid. So, I'm not going to play that guy's game. Um, all right, bro. It's your favorite time of the show. Let's get to some props. Um, you lead the way. I already got that Kuz one in. My favorite player today. We're going back to Amir. I think so. We gotta see. Let me see the line, but I think we gotta we gotta take a look, a I'm good headed, hard look. I'm headed over to the prop builder, bro. Give me a sec. The one thing it wasn't up on the uh, first part of the book, um, but I'm going like within it. I know that probably made no sense, but um, all right. Points for the LA Clippers Spurs game. Amir Coffee over ten and a half minus one sixteen. I think that's good value. Again, I, I, I really do. Um, uh, here's the thing with him, too. He's doing a lot of playmaking. Like, there's a lot of – he's in the pick and roll a lot. He's getting the first shot at taking the ball to the hole. Um, he's getting a lot of first touches on this team right now. Would you rather go points over 10.5 or points, rebounds, assists over 18.5? Ooh. Let me, let me take a look at something real quick. Okay. Because one of the things that was frustrating last game when we watched it is, I mean, the minutes were six or whatever, but he was filling up the box score in terms of assists. Um, not a whole lot of rebounds, but the, he was making really good passes, had a lot of assist opportunities in that game. Um, let me look. So he had he had five assists. Oh, he did have six rebounds. He had, okay, listen to this. I think we take the 18 and a half. Um, five rebounds, five rebounds, six rebounds in his last three. Three assists, seven assists, five assists in the last three, 21, 18, and five points. And we know what happened with the last. I, I like both a lot. Let, that's awesome. I really like both. What's the what's the value on the 18 and a half? Is it like minus 120-ish? No, nope, minus 112. Yeah, I love that. I love both a lot. All right. I think we're, lock, we're locked in on that, bro. Uh, though, okay, the only thing that's scared, I'm going to play devil's advocate and then probably still hit it. The okay. only thing that sketches me out is I like Amir Coffee a lot more at home. I, I do, and and you see younger players sometimes struggle on the road. And I like the Spurs today too. So the one thing that scares me is this: 
like, look, it's probably not the most likely scenario, but if you told me the Spurs blew the Clippers out by 20, I wouldn't be shocked. Then, then again, they did get blown out, blown out last game, but I like young player player props a lot more at home let me, than on the road. Let me look at one more thing here. Okay. All right, so I'm going to look. In the month of January, Amir Coffee. Let's go from January, like, sixth. His usage rate is at 15%, which isn't great. But the minutes, dude, the minutes. Points per 100 possessions for him, 19 and a half. He's going to get a ton of minutes. This game should be decently fast-paced at 220. I think it's close with a spread that's basically a pick em. I hit it, bro. I, yeah, I just don't know how you can't. You know, if he doesn't get there, tough. Uh, but I think it's too much value. I, I still don't think the books have adjusted enough. It's just really hard not to hit that because, I mean, who – there's no canard. There's no Paul George. There's no Kawhi Leonard. There's no Justice Winslow. Who's coming off the bench other than Brandon Boston? There's no it's, one. It's just Brandon Boston, bro. But we got, we got that. We locked that in. Everyone's going to hit that, bro. What, what else do you like today? Uh, outside of that, I think uh, I think it'd be interesting right now. Um, I, I like Jock Lawndale props, but I doubt there are there any. There's none. Yep. What are Simon's props at? Um, they're probably blown to the moon. They're they've well, last time I checked, they've definitely adjusted. Um, Anthony Simon's points props at 21 and a half. And his points, rebounds, assist prop is at 31 and a half. Minus Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, they're on that to the max. I mean, he could have 20 and 10 with no rebounds easily yeah. and not get that. You know? One more I'd look at is, is Pascal Siakam rebounds. Why do you like that? No Ken Birch. I think he broke his nose yesterday. I saw him get elbowed in the face and his nose was jacked up. But I, I think... Maybe you get some precious center minutes. Maybe you start Pascal in Utah. I don't know. But when Pascal's at the center, his usage is a lot better in a, in a, in a lot of different categories, but especially rebound. What, what would you hit it at? Like what? I would hit it at. I like it, but it, it's in comparison to the number. Yeah, I would hit it at. I would hit it at over six and a half, seven. That's like where I would put it. It's eight and a half. Oh my, yeah. See, they're already adjusting to it anyway. Yeah, the books are good, bro. The books are good. I, I was going combing through, like, I mean, there's not a ton that stands out to me. We got the coffee, we got the coos. Demar's adjusted with no Levine. Uh, let me look at some secondary role players on Chicago because that is a big usage guy out. Um, points wise on Chicago, they have Vucevic at 18 and a half. Demar's uh, gonna be jacked up. I guarantee it. Huh? Demar's gonna oh, be DeMar, wild. Demar's is at twenty six and a half minus one. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know, and they have no other role players on. Ooh, there. You know who what could be one more? Does Furkan have props? Um. Let me check. I doubt it. Honestly, I doubt it. But well, why do you like Furk today? Because no we got no Danny Green, no Shake Milton, no Thibel. 
FERC is at over 12 and a half. God, they're on it, man. Yeah. Is that about where you'd have it? Mm-hmm. Like, you, because you watch FERC, right? Like, I mean, and they still... Like, you might honestly, like, that's like almost to a point where you might take the under because it's it's already up there and you still right. got JoJo, you still got Maxi Curry, Tobias. Like, you might just get there because he's shooting wide open threes. And exactly. You know? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's such a good line. Yeah. So I, I think uh, keep keep looking on it, bro. We got a whole day still ahead of us. Um, if anything comes out, uh, I'm sure most of the people that listen to this follow you on Twitter. I'll, I'll retweet it as well. But we got Amir Coffee. Uh, that we love at 18 and a half points, your runs assist. Like you said, the usage is up scoring, but he's also involved a lot more. And before last game where they were limiting his minutes, he was playing damn near 40 a night. So, man, last game he played 25 minutes. He had five, six and five. That's 16 right there in only 25 minutes when the previous games he played over 33 minutes and 43. That game was a blowout. They lost and that was 25. a terrible version of the Clippers, you know? And he was on a minutes limit. That's yeah. that. It, it doesn't get much worse than that. He shot horribly, two for seven, one for four for three, and he still got to 16. Yeah. And then we you're getting more. Yeah, the, it's, it's a lock for me. And then on top of that, we got Kuz who's hit it, hit this number in eight out of his last nine. It's a I love the Kuz probably. That's a great call. At home, like there, there's no reason it shouldn't be 34 and a half. So we got those two props. I feel really good. We got the Nuggets minus three and a half. I would hit it up to four. You'd stop at three and a half. I got the Spurs pick them. I would hit that up to one, one and a half. Um, honestly, I don't even mind two. I know you might not agree with that, but I do think the Spurs win this game, and if you're going to give it a possession, I'll take that possession. And then lastly... uh, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. You do? Okay, cool. Then we're on the same page. And then lastly, uh, one other game I'd look is the Hawks. I think it's the same exact thing. I think you're buying three teams at home today that have shorter numbers than they should, and I really can't imagine, you know, at least two of these three teams are going to get right at home today. Uh, and I know the Nuggets got right against the Blazers, but I like them to handle business. I think the Spurs get the job done today, and I think the Hawks get the job done today. Did you get Hawks? Did you get Hawks at one and a half? It's at two now. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm waiting for. It's still at two for me. So yeah, I think worst case, it closes right around two. And uh, I think I still feel comfortable grabbing two. Um, but if not, I'll, I'll wait for it to get to one, one and a half, you know? Yeah, if you have one and a half on your book, I would eat that up because it, it's already jumped to two on DraftKings, and I think that's where it starts to lose a little bit of value. I like one and a half a lot, but once it starts getting to two, 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 maybe two and a half, it's just it's gone for me. So, What about you, bro? Anything else that I missed that you like today? No, I like all that. Um, if you can get a better Toronto number with maybe Gary Trent getting ruled out, it does matter, but if he gets up to like eight, eight and a half, I still yeah. like Toronto with FEV and Pascal. Um but, yeah, other than that, no, I think you, you went over everything that I liked as well. All right, bro, six straight day. Tomorrow we will hopefully be back. Um, if not, we'll see you Monday. But I appreciate all of you tuning in. Good luck with all your bets today. I feel locked in. Hopefully the results uh, reveal that as well. But we'll find out. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace.